0: Okay, so good morning everyone, uh, good morning to you as well if you are joining us uh, on the video link. So I believe we have pretty much all of the sites and everyone with us this morning. So hi to you if you're in Mearns or in Stonehaven or in Aberdeen North or Aberdeen West or Ellen or Inverurie or Cafe Church or uh, the planet Mars or wherever you are. Uh, It's really lovely to have you with us this morning. We'd planned this morning to be Vision Sunday, uh, where we would celebrate everything that God's doing in the life of our church. (sighs) That would be an inappropriate thing to do today. And so that's not what we're going to do. Instead, what we're going to do is we're going to turn to God's Word, and we're going to ask God for a word for each one of us this morning. Uh, Yesterday, for those people who don't know, maybe came in late to one of our services, the news that we hadn't even dared to fear uh, came true yesterday. And uh, baby Evie Evangeline has gone to be with Jesus. And uh, uh, that's horrible news. The NHS did everything that they could. And what I want to say, as the pastor of this church, or one of the pastors, is: church, you did everything that you could. You did good. You fasted and you prayed, and you have supported Dave and Hazel so beautifully. You did everything you could. Well done. I'm proud to belong to a church like this. And and in in so many ways, this is just the beginning of our love and our support for Dave and Hazel. And uh, I know that you're going to do a great job in supporting them in the months and years to come. I just want to take some time to open some scripture this morning, and uh, so if you want to turn in your Bibles to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, if you're visiting, you must just, I don't know what you're thinking, but we're really, really glad that you're with us, Uh, and uh, yeah, you can see it's just a bit of a moment today. Thank you for your grace and kindness. Uh, So just by way of background, this letter that we're going to look at this morning is a letter written by the Apostle Paul to a church who are grieving and who are confused and who have all kinds of questions about the people that they've lost. And uh, he's trying to bring them some encouragement, some hope, uh, a basis for moving forwards when things are so difficult. And so that's why it just seemed appropriate this morning. So 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, we're going to read from verse 13. He says this, Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in the Lord, in him. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. What a sweet passage. The truth is that we don't know why the Lord allowed this tragedy to happen. Anyone who tries to produce a, a slick or glib answer to Something as hideous as this uh, is really clutching at straws and almost certainly, even if they have a grain of truth in their answer, almost certainly is also making huge mistakes. But equally, anyone who throws up their hands and says, uh, there's nothing that we can know is also mistaken. I used to work with a a very well-to-do Englishman who had been educated at all the finest private schools that money could afford and uh, you you know normal people when they went to a town that they'd never been to before say something like uh, hey let's let's see if we can find a coffee shop but because he'd been so privately educated so you know expensively educated he had about 14 negatives in the sentence so he instead of saying let's see if we can find a coffee shop he would say hey, why don't we see if we can't find a coffee shop? You know, it's like just adding so many negatives into the sentence. I think the Apostle Paul maybe was educated at similar schools because he says something very strange in verse 13. He says, brothers and sisters, we don't want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death. Anyone else would say it like this? We want you to know the truth. There is truth about life and there is truth about dead and death and there is truth about God and there is truth about eternity that you can know. There is truth to know and we want you to know it. That's my first point. There is truth to know. If we were all to go out onto the streets of Aberdeen or Murns or Ellen or wherever after the service this morning, and maybe we should, and we were to just go and ask people, hey, what do you believe about where we're going when we die? You'd get lots of different answers. Lots of people believe lots of things about where they're going when they die. And for many people, it would be a kind of personalized, self-invented, eclectic, disembodied heaven of sorts, like I'm going to the pearly gates or up into the clouds or whatever. And everyone's kind of got their own version. So some people would say, "Oh, I think there's a kind of a, a mix of there's a bit of reincarnation in there somewhere. Like I think I might see somebody again somehow." For others, there might be some angels. For others, some kind of new age energy or some some kind of force like off of Star Wars. Other people will have a different answer. They'll just say, I believe that nothing will happen when I die. I believe I'll go nowhere when I die. Now, we might press those people and we might say, well, where are you getting that from? Like, what are you basing that on? You know, for what reason do you believe what you believe? And they probably won't admit this, but actually the truth is that they're basing it on a guess. They're guessing. They're basing their beliefs about their eternal destiny The most important issue that each one of us faces on, well, I think, I guess, that is not where we are today. We are basing our belief on an objective, historically evidenced truth, a reality, something that you can know. And what Paul is saying to these confused and grief-stricken believers in Thessalonica is, you don't need to guess where you're going. Guessing will give you absolutely no reason for peace, no basis for peace. He said, didn't he, you don't need to grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope You can know the truth that will fill your hearts with hope. There is a truth that you can know. That's the first thing. universal belief like well to be honest you can just believe which in whichever deity you want because they all kind of lead to roughly the same destination you know he's not saying we could just believe in anything as long as you think it'll get you in the right place at the end verse 14 we believe Jesus died and rose again and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. There is no other name in heaven or on the earth through whom we can get any kind of hope in a situation like this. It's really important often to notice in the scriptures the tiny little words that link bigger ideas together. So for example, in this passage, he says, we don't want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you don't grieve grieve like... The rest of mankind who have no hope for or because we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep. In other words, it's precisely because our Father in heaven raised Jesus from the dead that we can have hope. He is the focus of our hope. He is the, the 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 blazing center of our reality today. For centuries before 1492, people believed that there was a land, uh, on you know across the sea from the western shores of Europe, and so people would speculate about what they would find if they got in a boat from Ireland and just kept going across the Atlantic Ocean, they were like, oh, I wonder where we'll end up. And lots of people would say, well, I wouldn't do that if I were you. You're going to drop off the end of the world. Some people were say, no, 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 there, there, there will be a land there. We'll get there if we keep going. But it was just speculation until 1492 when Columbus and his men set sail across the Atlantic Ocean into the sunset and they discovered the Americas. And then they returned and they could say, well, it's decided, it's definitive. You keep going past the sunset, eventually you'll come to America. I've been there. Our Jesus has gone beyond the sunset. He's been through death. He's been raised to life. And now he's the proof that there is life on the other side. That's how we know that there's more than this life right now. That's how we know that death is not the end. That's how we know that eternity awaits us. That's how we know that baby Evie is not dead. Jesus is the proof. That's my second point. Point number three. It's only a short talk this morning. I'm sure you can imagine why. We will see each other again. Verse 17. We who are still alive and are left. In other words, whoever is the family of God who are still on earth when Jesus returns. will be caught up together with them. That's everyone else who has died, gone on before us. We'll be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Such a beautiful picture. I don't know whether you've ever thought about it. It was only yesterday when I was just, just loving living in this passage that I realized it's just this beautiful picture of reuniting families. You know, like Jesus is, is bringing people together across the generations, gathering loved ones from the ages. Drawing together friends long lost and brothers and sisters in Christ, and in that moment dissipating their grief, wiping all of our tears, and bringing us into His presence. Many of you were praying for baby Evie. Most of you never met her. But you will. You will. We'll see each other again. And finally, let me finish with this. Point number four. Forever is a really long time. Verse 17. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we... Will be with the Lord forever. You know, most of us in this room and in the other rooms who are joining us today, most of us have experienced loss and grief. Some of us have lost loved ones way too early. Of course, Evie's life was tragically, horribly short. And this side of eternity will never know why. And in honesty, it does just seem so very unfair. But yesterday, she began a whole new life in the presence of Jesus that will never end. Like, not just 60 or 70 years time but thousands tens of thousands millions of years jesus said to the man who died next to him on the cross today you'll be with me in paradise yesterday jesus said the same to evie let me just finish by saying this you know these moments are opportunities I don't want to assume that everyone who's in this room or in any of the other rooms has thought too much about where we go when we die and I don't want to assume that everyone here has made a decision to put their life into the hands of Jesus I don't want to assume that and it may just be this morning that this is an opportunity for you Maybe you were brought here by a friend. Maybe you thought this was a Weight Watchers meeting. But sometimes moments like this provide opportunities to see beyond everyday mundane things and begin to see what the real issues are in our lives. And maybe you've realized this morning that you want to make sure that you know where you're going when you die. And this morning we're going to make an opportunity for that. For you to become a Christian and to be with us and with God That's the better part in eternity. And so as we finish our time together in a moment, we'll hand back to the site pastors in all the other sites and they'll make an opportunity for you wherever you are, even as we'll make an opportunity here for people to commit their lives to Jesus. Why don't we stand?